Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, well, Happy New Year to all of you. I'm ready to make a lot of changes in 2013, helping Americans with disabilities gain employment and quality of life. I have so many of you that are going to touch with me. I just want to spend a special greeting to Yoshiko Dart, who is always so faithful following this show. And, you know, I want to tell you, I was interviewed recently, and it was called Seven Questions for Joyce Bender. And one of those questions was, who is your favorite radio guest? Now, you know, I've been on 10 years, so this is hard to decide. Um, And all of, I said, all of my guests, I love all of them. I love them all. But I'd be lying if I didn't say it's always a thrill for me when Tony Quello is the guest on my show because we all love him so much. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. You're prejudiced. Everybody knows. I am. I am prejudiced. I love you. I think the world of you. But guess what? Many, many listening to the show right now feel the same way. So here we have author of the ADA, just person that has been so involved forever. Let me tell you, if anyone ever asked me, but Joyce, is Tony really like that all the time? Trust me, 24 by 7, he is always like this. Which brings me to our hot topic today, Tony, the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Before we get going, would you mind explaining to our listeners what this is, how it got started? Uh, don't mind at all. Basically, uh, what happened is that, uh, as you know, we passed the ADA uh, in the United States, and it became a symbol for people throughout the world of, of an aspirational thing of, of people with disabilities wanting to do what we did here in the United States. And so many different uh, countries uh, have adopted uh, the ADA. And so many uh, people with disabilities wanted their countries to do the same thing and and asked us to help them uh, get their countries to do the same thing. And so the uh, UN uh, basically uh, established a treaty to get the same thing adopted in, throughout the world. And so it's an aspirational thing. It, it basically have all these countries signing up to to get the disability laws in their different countries um, uh, basically uh, somewhat the same as, as ours so that when people travel to these different countries, uh, the disability uh, accommodations would be uh, somewhat the same. Um, it doesn't apply to any of the laws of our country. Uh, basically, it's... Uh, it makes the uh, accommodations uh, for why we're so interested. It makes the accommodations for Americans traveling abroad uh, to be more accessible. And the reason that I'm so interested is that uh, it makes accommodations for uh, people who want to have a job overseas. If they have a disability or they have a loved one in their, in their family, who wants to go with them, to live with them 
overseas, uh, that that loved one who has a disability can, can be with them overseas and have the accommodations. Or if there is a veteran uh, who wants to work overseas uh, or be in the military overseas, uh, that uh, the accommodations for them um, would be uh, better than it would be normally. Uh, so for all these reasons, plus uh, the Chamber of Commerce has signed up in support uh, because uh, so many businesses uh, would be able to uh, provide uh, all kinds of uh, uh, equipment and accommodations uh, for these people in these different countries. So you create jobs and create opportunities for people with disabilities worldwide. So it's creating uh, all kinds of opportunities uh, for people. And then the last thing is, is that we have always been uh, the leaders in the disability movement. Um, we've uh, been the champions. Uh, we uh, have uh, done this through a lot of heartache and so forth. Um, and people have admired our leadership, have respected our leadership, respected our courage, and so forth. And um, so all of a sudden now, instead of um, uh, providing that leadership and so forth, uh, we in the United States uh, are refusing to participate um, in the international community and providing this inspirational leadership for other countries. There are countries who uh, abuse and mistreat uh, people with disabilities. Uh, they're backward and so forth. Um, and uh, so all we're asking for is for our country to line up like other countries, sign the treaty uh, to encourage and inspire and uh, other countries to get on board to uh, make life better for their own people, but also to make life better for uh, our people as they travel, for our military men and women as they are asked to travel or have their families travel with them, or our business men and women uh, as they are their family members travel. That's all this is about. No American law is changed. No American family would have anything, anything happen to them as a result of this treaty be adopted, contrary to every lie that has been proposed, put forward by the opposition. So this seems like a no-brainer here. We have a treaty that basically would be like the ADA throughout the world, would, as you said, uh, if you're overseas, you know, and you have a disability, such as a veteran, um, that you would have equal treatment, that in some parts of the world they kill children with disabilities, that this is an incredibly great thing, Tony, which I know you've been behind this for a long time. So, therefore, let's tell everyone what happened uh, at the recent vote uh, that I was so privileged to be there 
to see Senator Bob Dole. But there was a reason he was there. So, Tony, I'll let you talk about that. Well, uh, we, we deliberately made this a bipartisan uh, uh, treaty. Um, the president agreed not to make it uh, his treaty uh, so that the Republicans couldn't say that it was partisan. Um, and so people may wonder why he didn't play a more aggressive role. Uh, the Republicans that were our sponsors asked him not to play an aggressive role so the Republicans wouldn't say it, it was his treaty. Um, so uh, he stayed out of the fray at their request. And we, um, Senator Dole and, and I, going way back to the ADA, were were very active, and uh, Senator Dole um, uh, made a lot of calls uh, on this treaty and uh, personally uh, was in and out of the hospital during this time. He's uh, uh, somewhat frail, and, um, and so he was in and out of the hospital but making lots of calls. Um, Senator McCain and Senator Brasso, um, were very active and very, very helpful to us. Um, and so it was very bipartisan. Um, Senator Durbin and, and uh, Senator Kerry, um, uh, Senator Coons of, of uh, Delaware, uh, Senator uh, Harkin of Iowa, uh, were all very aggressive and all very, very helpful. Um, and uh, we ended up with... Uh, uh, all the Democrats supportive and the in two independents supportive. And we needed uh, basically uh, uh, 66 votes uh, because Senator Kirk had had a stroke and was not going to attend. So instead of 67, we needed 66. And so we got it down to uh, where we uh, had to have uh, 14 Republicans. <coughs> We got it up to 64 votes, and uh, uh, Senator Dole was uh, um, making the calls, and I was too, and Senator Reid was very, very helpful. He agreed to schedule the vote, um, even though uh, uh, we didn't have the 66. He felt that um, the uh, if Senator, Reed, Senator Dole was on the Senate floor, um, and uh, as a former member, he, Senator, he could be. And his wife was on the Senate floor because she was also a former Senator. That if they were there, that uh, people could not vote against the treaty um, because this was uh, something that he was so committed to. As people know, he uh, had uh, suffered uh, an arm in injury in World War II. He um, could not move his uh, his arm, and um, so he was uh, uh, he was on the floor in a wheelchair because um, he's not uh, very mobile. And so he was uh, on the floor, um, and um, and we um, uh, lost uh, uh, two votes that were committed to us. Instead of gaining votes, we lost two votes. So we ended up with uh, 62, and one member who had uh, voted for us 
when the final count was made, he voted uh, uh, no, even though he's committed to us, he voted no for the final count. So we ended up at 61 instead of 66. So um, um, uh, it was a hard day. It was one of my hardest days that uh, I've ever been involved in in congressional politics. Uh, I've never had a situation where people have committed to uh, their vote and then reneged uh, to uh, a senator or reneged to me um, uh, before. I, I was a whip in the House, and uh, I've never had people renege on their commitment, and neither had Senator Dole. Uh, Senator Reid was, was uh, surprised, as we all were. Um, and, um, and then, of course, uh, the uh, outcry from the media and from others. From our community has been uh, uh, a major uh, happening. And Senator Reid has committed to bringing it up uh, again uh, in this session of Congress. And, and he has committed that it would come up uh, in the uh, first quarter of the year. So uh, sometime probably in, in February, March, April. So uh, we will try again to bring it up. Uh, some of the members have said that they didn't want it to come up in a lame duck session, uh, which it was, um, and that they would consider it then. So we'll see if they will. Uh, but we intend to fight and not give up. Um, it was a, uh, uh, I think, a, a rather sad day uh, that it was voted down, but we don't intend to give up the fight at all. It's something that uh, I've worked on for many, many years, and I don't give up fights easily, so this is not one I intend to give up. Um, so we're going to go back at it. Now, Tony. You have Senator McCain, Senator Barrasso, Senator Kerry, Senator Harkin, and, of course, you, with Senators Dole, both of them, at this reception prior to the vote. Right. How in God's name and why would any senators vote no, which is shameful? Why would they do that? Uh, they were uh, uh, they got uh, frightened by the number of phone calls they got from people who were panicked because they were told that uh, uh, by uh, individual uh, uh, individuals that the if this treaty were adopted that uh, the UN would have the right. Uh, to come in and take away um, their disabled children um, uh, from them. Um, that's an utter lie. Um, but uh, families panicked and made phone calls to Senate offices. And um, uh, uh, some former senators... Uh, uh, lied and, and asked people to make contributions to their PACs um, in the process of lying. Um, and it's a sad thing. It's uh, kind of sad what has happened to our country in, in the last few years. Uh, but um, it, 
it is uh, what's happened is uh, uh, some of the um, the right wing has uh, has taken to the lies, and when confronted, they will say, uh, "Well, it's never happened, but it could happen." Well, uh, anything could happen, but um, uh, there is no way in the Constitution uh, that uh, it is possible. Well, we don't care about that. It could happen. Uh, when you have the former Attorney General and you have the current Attorney General, Republicans and Democrats, uh, legal scholars all say that there is no possible way that it could happen. Uh, these people just continually say, but it could happen. Um, and, and they have scared parents and have scared people, and, um, and they just continually lie as opposed to uh, accepting uh, legal facts. And so um, we just have to do a better job of, of uh, convincing people that these people are lying, and they don't have to fear this. But it's a sad day when um, people scare parents into believing that the, uh, the UN can do these things when it can't. U.N. law does not supersede U.S. law, period, just period. Uh, but um, uh, it, they have scared a number of uh, families all across this country uh, that that is the case, and um, that's something that we have to uh, convince people in the public. And secondly, we've got to convince some uh, Republican senators that they need to help educate their constituencies instead of falling in to the fear and not educating their constituencies, that they need to help educate their constituencies as well. Well, one question that we were asked on Twitter by many people is, what were they afraid of? Of course, we don't have a political background, but what I'm meaning is, what caused them to be afraid, those senators? What, what were they afraid of? Well, I think to a great extent there's uh, um, a lot of senators, uh, um, the more conservative senators, hate the U.N. And so uh, they wanted an excuse, um, and, uh, and the, the right wing hates the U.N., and uh, this goes back for many decades, nothing new. And so if you're ultra-conservative, um, you hate the U.N. and everything about the U.N. And so um, if you get an excuse, uh, you can uh, then vote against the U.N. Um, and uh, the, the facts are here that uh, you can hate the U.N. if you want, but uh, there is nothing in this treaty uh, that says that the U.N. Uh, can supersede U.S. law and uh, take away your children or uh, impact schools or uh, impact disabilities or anything else. Uh, so it's, it's the question of how do you convince these senators uh, to separate their dislike from the U.N. and support 
an ability to help uh, people who are disabled overseas who are uh, being uh, terribly discriminated against. And these same people, these same very conservative people, are the ones who scream and holler about human rights and who scream and holler about the way that women and children are being discriminated against. And the abuses that take place in regards to women and children are awful. And so uh, how they uh, can justify uh, permitting these abuses to occur in some of these very poor nations in regards to uh, women and children with disabilities and yet vote against the disability treaty doesn't make any sense. And I think we've got to be more aggressive and uh, uh, point out uh, the discrepancy in their positions. Well, uh, Tony, we have some questions here for you. We advertised all over Twitter and Facebook and everywhere, as did you, Sid, about this uh, show coming up. <clears throat> so one of the questions that was asked by a Mary in Kansas is Congressman Quello, thank you so much for all you do to help people like us. That would be people with disabilities of all types. My question is, when something like this happens, how do you get back up and fight back? Well, first off, I have a disability. And when I was suicidal, I had to make a choice. Did I want to go ahead and kill myself? Or did I want to fight back? And I decided that um, my religious beliefs, that I believed in my superior power, uh, that my God, that it was worth fighting to, to live. And, um, and I'm thankful uh, that I believed. I'm thankful that I uh, fought for another day, that I didn't let the demons take me down. Um, uh, I had lost all hope, um, and I believed at the time uh, that there was no hope, and I believed at the time uh, that it wasn't worth living, and Something came across me and said that I had to believe that there was. And so uh, when I crossed that bridge and I uh, decided to believe, uh, I, remember, I remember it to this day. And so I never, and I've said many times since then, that I've never let anybody or anything ever let me stop me again or put me down again. And it's like this defeat of this treaty. I won't let these people stop us from succeeding on this treaty. I can't. I can't let them stop us. It is the right thing to do. I, I, I see these people being discriminated against these young children, uh, these women being abused, uh, 
these people in all parts of the world being discriminated and abused just because they have a disability, uh, like I did in the discrimination that I went through. Um, and I can't let that continue. And I have fought all my life to change things. I'm not going to stop now. And I'm not going to let some Republican senators who, because of whatever reason they have to stop us from succeeding, I'm going to work and work and work to change their minds. And we're going to succeed. We're going to succeed with God's help. We're going to do it. And just as that tenacity that Tony has, and he really is like this, I must say many of us in the disability community need to have that because that's when you don't stop. That's when, you know, people pity people with disabilities. They think of this constituency as a weak group, and we are not. But you need someone like Tony as your role model. Because if Tony did give up, where would we be? Where would we be with the, you know, ADA for that matter, let alone with us? So, Tony, tell me what you plan on doing to make sure this treaty is ratified. Well, uh, just today, um, I've, uh, Senator Kerry, who did a great job for us, I've talked to him, uh, he will be confirmed. Uh, as Secretary of State, so he'll be leaving the Senate. Um, I've talked to Senator Menendez uh, from New Jersey, who will uh, be taken over as as chair when when that occurs. Um, Senator Kerry won't be confirmed until after the 21st of January, when the hearings are held. Uh, Senator Menendez will then take over at that point. Um, I will meet with him at that point. Um, and then um, um, I will um, meet with the, um, uh, the Republican senators that are lead, Senator McCain and Senator Brasso from Wisconsin, who is, uh, excuse me, from Wyoming, who is uh, a wonderful, wonderful human being, and, uh, and some others. And uh, we're already organized. We're already uh, pursuing uh, uh, how to proceed. Um, we will uh, hopefully, when uh, Senator Kerry gets confirmed, Senator Durbin, um, who went off the committee, will then be put back on the committee. Um, and we will then set up uh, our leadership for the, for the committee, and we'll start uh, putting together our votes for the committee. Um, and we'll have to start with amendments all over again. So we'll start that process, and then we'll start counting our votes. Um, Senator Kerry has agreed to, when he becomes Secretary of State, to aggressively work with us, uh, work with the Republicans to try to bring him across. Several of the Republicans have said that they will support us. Uh, we'll start counting and see where we go, and it'll be uh, just a hand-to-hand -hand, uh combat as we did before, uh, but uh, we hope to uh, get this accomplished in the first half of the year. But um, it's going to be going to be a fight, and we're going to we're going to fight, and we're going to succeed. Um, 
so it'll be uh, a lot of work, but we'll get it done. Well, I think we have a caller on the line right now. Um, go ahead, caller. Yes, um, my question is, um, what can we, or just an average person, what can we do to help get the convention passed? Well, I, I love you for calling and asking. Uh, first off, uh, we we have, I don't know what state you're from. Uh, that would help I'm us. in Maryland. From Maryland? Uh, I'm in Maryland. Uh-huh. Okay. You have uh, two great senators uh, who are both for us, aggressively for us. Um, and so one of the things I would do is I would call both senators and thank them uh, because they they are aggressively for us and helpful. Um, and uh, uh, if you get um, uh, others to, to call them, that would be helpful. Uh, but what we need to do is to be calling uh, people in the Senate. Um, uh, we just we need to have people calling uh, members of the Senate, uh, particularly on the Republican side, to they they the these people who are uh, passing this false information get uh, hundreds hundreds of people to call. We we don't know this for sure, but we are told that. Um, they have um, uh, some of the uh, the kids from some of the the uh, religious schools just making uh, robocalls, um, and these senators get all these hundreds of calls, and and they're just petrified because of the calls they get, um, and uh, uh, they're concerned about uh, getting. Uh, challenges in the Republican primaries, and that's what's going on. And uh, so there's uh, concern about primary opposition. So what I'm trying to do is to appeal to their better uh, spirits and say this is the right thing to do and that you can can, uh, really explain it to people if you stand up. but um, it's really, it's all about um, getting your friends and, and neighbors and so forth calling in, uh, telling them how important this is, and it's the right thing for us to do as Americans um, because of our leadership and also for our own Americans who travel abroad and want to work abroad and, and our servicemen and women who want to serve abroad. Uh, for their for themselves and for their families. Well, that is so true. And listen, uh, thank you so much for calling in with that great question. Thank you so much. I have um, a question to ask you before I get this other caller, and that is, Tony, you have the platform right now. So... Talk to our listeners and tell them, just as you were asked, what they can do to support this effort. Well, what we need is we need um, emails, letters, phone calls uh, to your senators. Uh, This is a treaty, so it's only in the Senate. It's not in the House. It's only in the Senate. So uh, any amount of, 
of letters, emails, phone calls that you can make to the Senate uh, would be helpful from any state, uh, but primarily to uh, Republican senators. Um, uh, that's what would help. Uh, we just need them to know that our community uh, is interested in this, that it's, it's, uh, we're not uh, asleep, uh, that this, this is important to us, um, that we are concerned about um, our disabled uh, uh, brothers and sisters throughout the world, uh, and that we're concerned about uh, our folks who, who want to travel and who want to work uh, overseas or serve our country overseas. Uh, I had uh, uh, one gentleman who had uh, both uh, legs uh, uh, shut off in the war uh, who wants to continue serving. Um, and, and he was walking the halls of Congress uh, saying, uh, you know, that uh, I want to continue to serve. And and uh, in some of the places that I go, uh, uh, facilities are not accessible. And uh, I would, I want to continue to serve the United States of America. Uh, and I have given up my limbs to serve. And now I want to get other countries to raise their... Uh, 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 disability facilities uh, so that I can continue to serve the United States. Um, uh, tears come to your eyes when you hear this gentleman uh, in his late 20s who talks about uh, what he's done for our country and what he wants to continue to do for our country, and he's just asking for these senators to give him the tools so they can continue to serve and to continue to tell people to provide uh, the tools so we can do it. Um, I just don't understand why these senators uh, can't be supportive of that unselfishness of this young man who wants to serve our country. Well, I know I'm trying to give both of our senators, Senator Casey voted yes, Senator Toomey did not, but I can tell you we're working on it. And that's what you have to do, folks, every state you're in. If your senator voted no, you have to start bombarding that office. I mean tons of email, tons of letters, calls. You know, if you just want to call that number and say, I want him to vote for ratifying the U.N. Convention on Rights of Persons with Disabilities. I'm telling you, Tony, am I right? It makes a difference if you get a lot of phone calls. Absolutely. I mean, don't don't, uh, just do it once. Uh, Do it several times. And and get uh, other family members to do it. Get your neighbor to do it. Get people at work uh, to do it. Uh, uh, Just get people to do it. It's the right thing to do. Um, I, I think, you know, if you just listen, I don't understand how anybody could be against it. Um, I mean, the world was shocked when they voted it down. I mean, I think you probably saw in the media just how everybody was shocked uh, that uh, it was voted down. And there wasn't a good answer as to why uh, people voted it down. Um, It was just amazing um, that it was voted down. And and I would tell you that uh, every disability a law that has been adopted in the past, uh, and the Senate was adopted by overwhelming numbers 
like in 90 to 7 or 90 to 8 uh, and so forth. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, we have this uh, uh, new element that's come in, and, uh, and it's uh, uh, for some reason uh, it, it, they're willing to uh, go against uh, those of us with disabilities. We're, and this doesn't cost any money. So people can't say it's because of, uh, of the costs. Or this doesn't cost. This is inspirational. That's what it is. And it doesn't change any American law. It's basically trying to get other countries to elevate their laws so that uh, their own constituents can have more accessibility and our people, when going to their countries to work or to visit, can have better access and so forth. Uh, tell me what's wrong with that. Well, I can't expect anything to be wrong with it. And listen, folks, we had nonstop coverage. I'm meaning Anderson Cooper. I'm meaning Rachel Maddow. I'm meaning... Chris Matthews, I'm meaning Joe Scarborough on Morning uh, Joe. And, Tony, didn't you tell me it was also on NBC? It was Brian Williams. It was uh, CBS. Uh, uh, it was ABC, uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos. It, it was all the networks. Uh, the first time uh, any disability issue was so widely covered uh, and it was uh, across the board. It was absolutely, it was absolutely amazing, the coverage uh, that it got. Um, and so, hopefully, uh, they'll be there when we come back, and they'll cover it in the same way. I'm told that several of these uh, these people will, and so we'll see when we come back. And you know what? I'm sure they will. And here's why: they did this without us having any idea that they would. No. I mean, that is unbelievable. And as Ted Kennedy, Jr., who said, who, by the way, was interviewed on TV to talk about this, he said, if we got all that coverage then, you better believe CNN and the news media will be there that day. And I'm telling you, I want to repeat this. I want you all to bombard your senator. You can go right to, you said, USCID and find out about this. We have a great person running it, David Morrissey, um, who is out there every day fighting to get this ratified. We have people like Mark Abristo who have been behind this from the beginning. Um, really, so many people in the disability community, uh, AAPD, Mark Periello. I know that we at the Epilepsy Foundation are going to do something. And as a matter of fact, Tony, I was asked, uh, my engineer just let me know, uh, to read you an email. And it says, Dear Joyce, thank you for having the incomparable Tony Quello on your show today. I am on a plane and not able to speak with you, but I want to send you this written note and express my gratitude for Tony, a man living with epilepsy and an advocate in the truest sense of the word for others living with seizures and living with disabilities. Um, and, Tony, I think you can see by this email written to you how strongly people feel about you and how much they support you. Um, and... Also, we have lines here from Phil Gatone, who cannot call in because he is on a line. 
basically saying almost the same thing and saying, I consider it an honor to know you and call you my friend. May God continue to bless you as you have blessed so many others with your selfless generosity, passion, commitment, and leadership. So you've got a lot of people behind you here, Tony. Uh, Really, you are our champion, and we're marching behind you. Thank you, Joyce. Appreciate that very much. Now, in addition to this, would it help for people to get in touch with the radio stations or uh, the CNN where they have that line that you can send by email your thoughts? I mean, would it help for people to get in touch with people? Yeah, absolutely. Anything that people can do to keep the pressure on uh, helps because uh, uh, I think all the networks now and everybody are waiting for us to, uh, when as soon as the committee starts hearings or whatever, you're going to have a lot of publicity from the day one when we start. So anything that people do is going to be very, very helpful. Okay, and we have a Tony here from Missouri that says, Thanks, Tony, for everything you do. I know how much you've done for people living with epilepsy and really everyone. Um, what I wanted to know is, are you going to have a special call out on that day or the day before to try to get people across America behind you? Yes. Uh, we will, uh, what we'll be doing is trying to set up uh, the the commitments uh, on the senators that will be doing the leadership, and then we'll work on the amendments that the Senate committee will go forth with, and then we'll do the call-up. We'll do a lot of work uh, and for the votes in the committee, and then as we get ready for the floor action, we'll do a lot of work promoting that. So we'll do a call-out and really do grassroots this time very, very aggressively. Okay, and Alinda from Washington, D.C. Uh, Mr. Coelho, I'm wondering, is there a way we can follow you and what you're doing in behalf of all of us? See, Tony, you're like the president. They want your schedule. <laughs> well, as Joyce knows, I don't do Twitter or whatever it's called, um, uh, but... Uh, uh, I'll let Joyce uh, Joyce know, and Joyce can sort of keep us uh, informed as we go along. Um, and uh, I do want people to know because I think this is going to be very important for uh, all of our communities, all of our disability communities, uh, because uh, we've got to win this one. And so uh, I think it's really important that uh, the word is out there continuously as to what is happening and why. Uh, so I'll let uh, Joyce know, and we'll broadcast it as much as possible uh, in every aspect. Another thing we can do is AAPD, Epilepsy Foundation, you said UCP, we can put something out there from you, you know, the challenge that you have yeah. to all of us. We could put a challenge out there uh, because... The more people with disabilities know about this, the bigger rallying we will have to contact your senators. And we can even list them so people in that state will know what to do. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. 
Because that way we can all have like, an, and I'll tell you what, if we get enough people behind this, it also will make a statement to our power within the federal government. Don't you think, Tony? I agree. No, I think that's a good idea. If people are willing to do it, I, I'd love to get it going. Yeah, one other idea I have, you that do uh, tweet on Twitter, you could start a trend with CRPD, hashtag CRPD, you know, because if we can do that, we will get the attention of the news media. So everyone you know, and I'm going to tell AAPD to put this out in epilepsy, is to get on Twitter and start talking about hashtag CRPD. You know, I know how important this is, and I must say, even though I've known Tony for over a decade, I still feel like I have missed so much because, of course, I was not there when the ADA was signed. Thank goodness I got to see Tony in action with the ADA Amendments Act, you know, and now with this. But I must say I have never seen, and I know Tony very well. I'm with him a lot. I have never seen him as upset as he was that day. That's true. It's very true. I mean, it really took a lot out of him. And, Tony, how about Senator Dole? How did he feel about this? He was disgusted, um, and, but he's the same view as I am, uh, disgusted but not, uh, not out. I mean, he's determined to come back and fight again. He, he's determined to win it. So he's, we're, we've been talking, and he wants to strategize to come back and win it again. So we're not... Neither one of us are going to let this stop us. No way. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. I have been privileged to have Tony start out the year with us, and I just want to say to everyone listening, tell other people to download this show. It's on iTunes. These shows are on iTunes. You can download it. I want you to send this to everyone you know. Let's get this out. Shame on you, Senators, that don't vote for this. Tony, we love you and we're behind you 100%. We're going to be fighters just like you. And the quote for this show today is, CRPD is good for people with disabilities, good for America, and good for the world, says Tony Quello. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.